Do I have to play my alpha card first? Welcome to Help from Future Self. What's happening, Archons? Welcome to another episode of Help from Future Self. It's the conversational Keyforge podcast by and for Keyforge friends. My name is Scuzzy Gruen, and I am joined this week by some very special Keyforge friends. But first, regular co-hosts, it's S.E. Steele. Hello, hello. And Boulevard Blake. Yo, what's going on, man? It's episode two of the annual Key Quiz in which Help From Future Self teams up with Call of Discovery to have a low-down, drag-out battle to see who is the champion of Key Forge trivia. And we are joined right now for round two by the hosts of Call of Discovery. We've got Ed Pocock. Hello, Alex. We all know, though, that this is a, a hotbed of competitiveness. So we're, we're not all technically on the same team here. It's a very, very serious competition. <laughs> Naturally. And Zach Armstrong. You can play the flex on me and get 500 Amber. How you doing, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who have not yet checked out part one of this epic showdown, head on over to the most recent episode of Call of Discovery and find out what happened on over there. We are here for round two. I'm going to quickly lay out the rules of the game and then we can get down to it. So, very straightforward, we have a large number of Keyforge trivia questions submitted by the Keyforge community. Each team will have the opportunity to answer a question on their turn for one amber. If any team starts their turn with six amber, they forge a key and win the game. We also have three special mechanics that will come up and will be explained as they are used. Is everybody ready to play the game? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. All right. Since this is help from future self, we're going to start off by throwing to a player over at help from future self. Blake, are you ready to start things off? Let's do it. There is one key rack and card that has two amber pips. Do you know the name of that card? I've played the game three times, so... I believe it is called. Oh, I do, I don't know this one. This one is uh, is eluding me. I know it's on an artifact. I'm gonna say shifting tide, but I don't think that's it at all. Swift current is the name oh. of the card. So how is is it a, is it an artifact? Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, at least I, I I had the right the right words in my head, just the wrong the wrong words. <laughs> the theme was correct. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. All right, shifting over to the folks from Call of Discovery. Welcome, of course, to the podcast. So nice to have you here. Are you ready to play a little key quiz? Let's do it. Bring it on. All right, Ed. Starting things off for your team. Mm -hmm. The thief trait is closely tied to House Shadows. How many non-shadows thieves have been printed? Ooh, it's not going to be that many. It's not going to be that many. So there is a thief in Star Alliance. I believe there's also a thief in Sanctum. I don't think there are any in Mars. I don't think there are any in Brobnar. I don't think there are any in Sarian. I'm going to say two. 
I'm afraid the answer is three, Ed. Oh. You were on the right track because there's Bordan the Redeemed in Sanctum, Special Agent Fingers in Star Alliance, but also Crewman Jorg in Star mm. Alliance. So three total. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, good question. One of those is a human thief, interestingly enough. Yeah. All right, Sydney, are you ready for your first question? What you got? All right. Can you tell me what the name of the only creature with the pilot trait is in the game of Keyforge? The pilot trait. All right. So I'm thinking Star Alliance. It's got to be, hmm, there are a lot of Star Alliance people that might pilot a ship. So I don't know the answer, but there is a chance that a random guess will get me there. So I'm going to go with... Do you want a lateral shift? Ooh, do you know it? I think I do, yes. I think oh. there's two options. All yours. So lateral shift in it. All right. I may be wrong, but the candidates I believe that are up for this is either Crash Muldoon or Helmsman Spears. But since Helmsman is basically a pilot, I'm going to go with Helmsman Spears. I'm so sorry, Blake. The answer is Crash Muldoon. Oh. So close. That so seems very, a little off, close. doesn't it? <laughs> That's so funny. Still no amber on the board. Heading back on over to Call of Discovery. No spoilers. But Zach, I don't think anybody would question that you were the MVP of the last round of Key Quiz. Are you ready to get in the game here? That was my evil twin, so uh, I'm not sure this is going to go quite as well. Yeah, but let's, <laughs> let's do it. All right, Zach. The first vault tour in Eindhoven was dominated by shadows. Which card was most common in the decks that made up the top 16? Ooh. Oh, goodness. Um, you can probably lateral shift this one if if you really don't know. Oh, man. Uh, I definitely have some good guesses. Uh, it was uh, was it simply the most common card in the in the top cut the top 16 decks I'll read the question again yeah. it's Ronnie it's Ronnie wrist clocks <laughs> the okay. first vault tour in Eindhoven was dominated by shadows which card was most common in the decks that made the top 16 oh goodness there's a lot of high value shadow commons that would probably fill that slot either relentless whispers or oh gosh the the other one that does exactly the you know, the, the very the very similar thing uh, oh goodness! I am going to uh, save the lateral shift for later, since nobody is quite racing ahead in amber yet. And I'm going to say the shadows card, relentless whispers, was the most common in the top sixteen. I'm so sorry, Zach. Urchin is the correct ah. answer. Yeah. An excellent yeah, question from our that. friend Daniel in Vancouver. Hmm. Heading on over to help from future self, Sydney, looking to get on the board with your first Amber. You ready? I'll do my best. Sydney, you have three artifacts in play and zero Amber. You play Wild Wormhole into the rare Sanctum card, Oath of Poverty. How much Amber do you have? All right. So I'm going to math this out. 
I know that Wild Wormhole has an amber. I know that Oath of Poverty has an amber pip. And you said I had three artifacts? That is correct. Okay. And so Oath of Poverty, I think, was two amber to destroy each artifact. So that would mean six more artifacts, or sorry, six more amber. So if my math doesn't fail me, I'm going for eight. Eight is the correct answer. Sydney on the board for help from future self. How you feeling? Finally. <laughs> All right. Excellent question. Thank you to Taylor for that one. Let's head on over and see if Call of Discovery can play a little bit of catch up. Ed, are you ready? I, I was born ready. I was born ready. Can you tell me, Ed, who said the following? To steal data from one person is plagiarism. To steal from many is research. Hmm. This is a good one. To steal data from one person is plagiarism. To steal from many is research. You know what's not stealing? A lateral shift. <laughs> yes, I don't see how that card is relevant right now, though, Zach. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sorry. Guess not. Oh, wait. We have a game with rules. We can do this thing called a lateral shift where I ping it over across to you, my uh, podcast co-host that knows so much more about the game than I do, and you can Aha. answer it for me. I'm going to lateral shift. Zach, what is the answer? The answer is the inestimable Dr. Escotera. That is absolutely correct. From the flavor text on Cutthroat Research, Dr. Estotera is quoted as saying, to steal data from one person is plagiarism. To steal from many is research. Zach, the flavor text MVP. Woo, I read cards. I obviously knew that, Zach. <laughs> I was just testing you. <laughs> I need to start reading the flavor text more. I realize that I am uh, not very strong at this, and I think there is many gems in that. All right, Blake. Here's an opportunity to get the lead back. Okay. There are three dragons currently in the game of Keyforge. Can you name two? There's Khalifi Dragon. And oh my goodness, I cannot remember the the anomaly one. And I don't think Blossom Drake is considered a dragon. But, oh my goodness, my I, I'm being failed right now immensely. I I feel like there's another one in Untamed that I'm missing. I'm going to stick with uh, Blossom Drake as my second answer. That is absolutely correct. The three dragons nice. are Nizak the Forgotten, the anomaly you That's mentioned, Khalifi Dragon and Blossom Drake, the three dragons in the game of Keyforge. Strong work. Help from future self a third of the way to a key. Let's head back on over to Call of Discovery. Woo. <laughs> Here's one for you, Zach. Mm -hmm. What do Battlefleet, Curiosaurus, and Cloaking Dongle have in common? What do Battle Fleet, Curiosaurus, and Cloaking Dongle all have in common. I'm going to assume the answer isn't 
They are cards and Keyforge. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically correct. That is not the answer I'm looking for. Oh, let's see. Uh, I don't believe it's rarity because Curiosaurus is uncommon and Cloaking Dongle, I believe, is common. But Battle Fleet is uncommon, so it might be the rarity. Curiosaurus does not have an Amber Pip, so it's not the Amber Pip. I wonder if they all have the same character quoted on their flavor text. So it's either it's either their rarity or the person quoted on their flavor text. However, I can't recall. Oh, I know <laughs> the answer. It just came to me. Cloaking Dongle, Curiosaurus, and Battlefleet. Cloaking Dongle, Curiosaurus, and Battlefleet. Actually, okay, I do uh, I do have an answer. It's a little bit weird, but I don't think someone would submit this for just a rarity question because that's kind of boring. So I am going to say uh, they are all the first card listed. Uh, they are all the earliest number for their house in their set. I'm afraid not. Sorry. Oh, if only I had a sheet that could balance everything out for that one. Oh, no. Blake, do you want to give the answer? I'm so balance sorry. Sheet. I'm balance so sorry. Balance sheet is the artist. Sheet. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a betrayal. Uh, yeah. Oh, my Zach, gosh. Zach, I'm, I'm not, a traitor. not angry. I'm just, uh, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's uh, that's fair. That's a hundred percent understandable, Ed. They were all number one in your mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like balance sheet. Great thinking outside the box, though. Help from future self still in the lead, looking to go from a third of a key to a half of one. Sydney, tell me, there are seven different creatures that can be played as upgrades in Keyforge. Can you give me three? All right. I think I can do this. So I'm going to start with Star Alliance. And uh, we have, there's Explore Rover. Um, and then I think we're going, uh, you threw me off with uh, with uh, Stelster last game. Um, I think, ooh, um, so I should know this. I am going to, um, ah, uh, I think, I think I'm drawing a blank here. You got this, Sydney. <laughs> All right. Um Explore over and I'm going to I'm going to going to have to let us down on this one. Drawing a blank. You've already used your lateral shift? Yeah, I, th I think I could name all 7. <laughs> um I think did we use it this game? I think so. We did, yeah. We did. Yeah. So sorry, Sydney. I'll list off the seven here. Calvin, Stealthster, Explore Rover, Secure Droid, Teresa, Shield You Later, and Shield You Later's Evil Twin. Ooh. 
So many to pick from. That was a good one. Heading on over to Call of Discovery. Ed, tell me, which upgrade was the first card errated in Rulebook 1.2, removing an unintended may from its ability to make it a mandatory effect? Oh, goodness. Upgrade from Rulebook 1.2. Okay, so I'm going to assume that this was an early upgrade. And who had the earliest upgrades? <sighs> Mars had a lot of upgrades in the first set, perhaps. Um, I think Brobnar had a couple as well. Sanctum, but what was the May? What is the May? What is this? I'm drawing a blank and I've already used my lateral shift, so I'm I'm just gonna have to pass on this one, Alex. Oh I know this one strictly because I got into the game and this was happening when this like first happened. I was like, what does this even mean? And I got so confused by this. So I know the mm-hmm. answer. I know Zach knows too, for sure. Yep. Yep. Should have saved those lateral shifts. The upgrading question is Biomatrix Backup. A classic, classic Ah. errata. And a hard-to-remember one in some ways. Do you even Keyforge, Ed? (laughs) Sorry, what what game is this again? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Blake. Yes, sir. Call of the Archons was printed in nine languages. Can you give me five? Yep, we got Italian, English, German, French, Spanish. Let's stop there. Those are absolutely correct. The ones that you did not name were Polish, Portuguese, Simplified Chinese, and Traditional Chinese. Ooh, I have to say, I don't know if you guys have seen this, speaking of languages, I find the Korean printing and the way the font they use for the Korean language on Keyforge looks absolutely stunning. Like I want to get some Korean decks just because it looks so beautiful the way the language is printed on the cards. That's so cool. Yeah, check out a Zenzi Korean version on uh, on a Google. If anyone has not done it, it just looks so nice, the characters on there. I really enjoy it. I too love not being able to read. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that you should say that, Zach, since earlier you were, we were talking about how obviously you're a person who reads cards. Why don't we test that theorem here? Okay. Can you tell me, Zach... On which demon's card is the flavor text It's only sensible to fear the dark printed? Ooh, it's only sensible to fear the dark. Let's see. It's it's a demon who's got something with a lantern. Oh, it's it's either Charette or Snareette, and I believe actually Charette, the the original discard and called the Archons, doesn't actually have any flavor text if I'm picturing the card in my mind's eye correctly. And I think Snareette is actually holding a lantern, although of course Snareette has much more text. But I think I am I am much more confident that Snareette than the kind of mutated version does actually have a lantern in 
in there kind of doing the whole light theme. So yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say snare it uh, from House Dis as my final answer. Pride cometh before the fall. I'm afraid that is incorrect. Snudge. No. Snudge? Oh. Snudge. Snudge. Gosh darn it. Woo. Thank you to Sir Schroeder <laughs> of the UK for that question. That was a really good one, actually. Yeah, that was that a good was one. That was a great question. My goodness. All right. Help from Future Self. Halfway to their first key and potential victory. Sydney, can you tell me which Keyforge content creator has a Brobnar chair? Ooh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I, wait, I have to think in my brain back through who I saw post on Facebook that they finally got their chair. And if I'm not mistaken, they got two chairs. Um, oh, I will come up with this. If if nothing else, it wouldn't hurt to take a stab at the dark. Um, don't think that person is from Archon's Corner. Don't think they're from Time Shapers. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to have to go with... Um, all right. All right. I'm just going to just gonna go out there. Was it... Is it Jupiter? No, I'm afraid not. It's Nathan from Tabletop Royale. Oh. Ooh. With I his knew super that. cool custom Brobnar chair. And jealous because he has a chair. <laughs> excellent, excellent question. Thank you so much, Duck, for that one. All right. Take a moment here. I got to say, Duck just literally submitted all the questions. Thank you, Duck. We I would think we wouldn't have a show without you, to come to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed. Yes. Looking to get back in the game and upgrade from one amber to two. There are three specter creatures in the game of Keyforge. Can you name two? Specters? Blimey. Okay, Shadow Self, one. Two. Um... Oh, man. What's that one called? Ah, Shadow Self. Um, oh, the listeners are screaming at me. They're just screaming. I can hear their voices in my head, but it's not helping. It's the kid, and then there's the shadow on the wall behind the kid. Um, this doesn't help, does it? Um... Let me let me think outside of the box. Is there one in any other house? Yes. There is the one with um the mask and the the disc board wipe, uh where when it's destroyed it destroys everything else on the board. Um and for that very reason, I can't remember what it's called. Um can I invoke that rule where you explain what something does and and you get you you, you get the point or, or or was was that only in our last quiz show? You know what? I'm going to allow it on this one. If you can actually describe the card accurately enough without knowing the name, then then we can give you the point. 
Okay. So it'd be everything that it does, power, toughness, all that sort of stuff has mm-hmm. to be Got to be able for. to describe the card in its entirety. Oh, crumbs. I don't know if I can toughness. do that. I think the, the toughness power is not is, the right word. I think the power is five, but I can tell you the art is the kid with the lollipop uh, <laughs> facing the opposite direction with this scary evil mask and everything around it. Um, and it says, uh, destroyed, um, destroy all other creatures. Um, I think it's five power, but there might be an armor there as well. So it might not be. Um, I'm going to say five power. I'm so sorry, Ed. Um, I believe I know the creature you're referring to, but it is not a specter. Oh, three you specters- let me go down. down yeah. <laughs> so long. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I'm dying. Oh, the night is dying. I broke my desk that? in half while waiting for that excruciating <laughs> finale. I'm sorry, Zach. If you want to find a new podcast co-host after this, then um, I will understand why. I, and we can yeah, all say I that hear, the, I hear the shoulder id and, uh, and uh, the Grim Reaper are available. Oh no! So them. No, the Grim <laughs> Reaper. Wow! So obvious. Oh man! Oh. Zach got it. Shadow self, Grim Reaper, and Shoulder yeah. Id. The three spectres. Sadly, yeah. Casual flex there and from Zach. <laughs> just, just so you know, Ed, you're the five number you're thinking of is how much it takes to destroy Harbinger of Doom, but it's two power, three armor. Ah, yeah, Blake's got it. Interesting. So the Harbinger of Zoom, what uh, Zoom? <laughs> That's another <laughs> thing entirely. Right. What what is it? What what is that card? Is it a, a it's demon? A demon. Ah. Just a demon. Yeah. Mm, boring. <laughs> <laughs> right, heading back on over to help from future self. Blake, can you tell me what is the name of Asmodee's book imprint that publishes Keyforge novels? Oh my goodness, it's Aconite. That is absolutely correct. Aconite Two thirds of the way to a key for help from future self. Wow. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy right now because uh Aconite, I think they're putting out some really good stuff. There's a new novel, I think, coming out, which uh I know Zach and I have a have a love for Natalie Russo, and she did some art for I think the upcoming novel that looks very interesting. All right, Zach. Hello. There are eleven cards with flavor text that quote Quixo the Adventurer. Can you name three of them? That is a great question, Alex. That is a very good question. Uh, I'm thinking of two off the top of my head. I'm impressed that you can even do that, Zach. Uh, well, there are two that are paired uh, that have related uh, that have uh, related flavor text. So that, that's pretty. That's pretty easy to for do. you. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of whether uh, I use, actually I don't we're not in the 11th hour so I won't use my steel yet I'll wait until I'm more confident in a question but the two coming off the top of my head are of course poison wave that says significantly tubular and then uh, oh no what's the it's 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 paired the paired one in mass mutation that hits all non-mutants for two that's just it's significantly less tubular Uh poison wave and then it is goodness gracious me if you can completely describe the card we'll count that yeah yeah so uh shadows action card amber pip it says play deal two damage to each non-mutant creature flavor text is significantly less tubular by quickso the adventurer and then a final 
Quixo the Adventurer flavor text card. Aha! Yes! Um, uh, wait, when, when can I decide I'm stealing? Because I just got it. Well, officially, the rule is that we wait, <laughs> that you have to uh, do it before you start answering a question. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll hold off then. All right. Okay, so yes, uh, we've got um, uh, Poison Wave, uh, the card I described, and then we have Imp Spectre. That is correct. The card you were trying to think of the name of is Dark Wave. Dark Wave, that's right. But I, the, the fact that you actually knew its flavor text off the top yeah, of your head is... Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Impressive. Ludicrous. Oh. Uh, strong showing a third of the way to a key, heading back over to help from future self. All right, Sydney. Come on, Sydney. Uh, I'm feeling it. There are two houses that have no fixed rarity cards. That is to say, cards that only appear when added by other cards. Can you name one of those two houses? All right. I'm going to have to work backwards here because I'm pretty sure I know some houses that do have fixed rarities. So Robnar has some, and uh, I can think of Sorian has some. Logos definitely has some. Um... Fixed rarity. So I know Sanctum has has cards in it that that if you have one card, you need to have the others in the deck. But I don't know if those are fixed rarities. Um, oh, Starlines also has some. Um, Is fixed I rarity guess. like the chase card symbol, quote unquote? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, and Dis also has some. Okay, so it's between. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Sanctum. I'm afraid not, Sydney. Mars and Shadows. The answer. Oh. Well, Shadows for horsemen. Does have it. Oh right! Don't the plants count for shadows? Actually, that's a good those question. aren't cards I that need. Because you have to have one of the houses. I think it's actually only Mars is the only answer. They don't show up here in the list if you're looking at uh, the ones that exist uh, in uh, that have that trait on Archon Arcana. Oh, interesting. Well then, oh we'll uh, go by. no, their rare their rarity is variant, not special. Ah, okay. Ed, currently there are 21 creatures with the witch trait. Can you name four for me? Dusk Witch, Hunting Witch, Xenos Blood Shadow, and Taliga. That is absolutely correct. Strong work, Ed. Halfway to a key for Call of Discovery. Woo! Woo woo! Oh, All right, said steal. <sighs> Help from future self. Trying to get up to that fifth Amber Sydney. Can you tell me, John Smith has the following ability. Fight Reap, ready a non-agent Mars creature. Do you know what the only Mars creature other than John Smith that it cannot ready is? Ooh, that so is I'm a just gonna repeat great that. question. John Smith has the following ability. 
fight reap ready a non-agent Mars creature, what is the only Mars creature other than John Smith it cannot ready? So if I remember correctly, non-agent. All right. Um. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to think through this in my head. There are a ton of creatures that have agent and right now what's coming to mind is all of those so i think i just have to go down the list in my head Mm. oh okay it's i am going to go a non-agent mars creature all right i think i think the ape is a non-agent Mars creature. So I'm trying to think of the first word in his name. Um, ape. Um, what was the question again, Alex? John Smith has the following ability. Fight Reap, ready a non-agent Mars creature. What is the only Mars creature other than John Smith it cannot ready? Oh, so I need to find an agent creature um oh okay sorry i was totally backwards on that i was thinking of all the creatures that were not um <laughs> agent yeah, i had to step in there before before we shot ourselves in the foot <laughs> i can be all the right. only one who misheard a question and get it wrong okay not you <laughs> <laughs> like obviously not two human or not two martians in a trench coat there <laughs> All right. So I guess, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Tunk? Agent Hooman, unfortunately, uh, is the name of the car. Wow, Zach, Zach, you're such a oh. cheeky bugger, man. <laughs> you that couldn't so help cheeky. yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw what you were you doing there. I just me. kept my mouth shut. Wow. What a cocky SOB. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine hey, hosting a, a podcast with him. <laughs> it was I a really hint feel if for you, she Ed. thought of the art. You are you are a saint, Ed. That's all I got to say. <laughs> to be fair, I do need to know someone that I do need to have someone on the podcast that actually knows the game. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Let's bring this one on over to Zach. Zach, tell me what word was errated for an almost equivalent word on cards like Master Plan. Spike Trap, and The Sting, starting with their mass mutation printings. What word was errated for an almost equivalent word on cards like Master Plan, Spike Trap, and The Sting, starting with their mass mutation printings? Ooh, I have about 90% confidence in my answer, so I'm going to declare this one a steal. All right. The word that was errated on those cards, it was originally, I believe. Oh, goodness. Oh, no, wait, which one, which one of the two was it? It's uh, the word, the words they switched out were sacrifice and destroy, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they switched it to destroy or sacrifice because sacrifice you can only do to a friendly uh, a friendly card, but maybe destroy was 
More. You've already lateral shifted, haven't you? And and I got it wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> his confidence is low, anyways. Ed, don't worry. We, well, we we lateral yeah. shifted over to me for the Doctor Esoterra question. Have we lateral shifted over to you? I don't think so. I don't think you have. I don't Ooh. think we have. Uh, okay, uh, I will go ahead and lateral shift over to Ed. Okay, Zach. Um, I, I'm probably going to say the same thing as you did, but I believe because it came up in a recent deck that I that in fact you were playing with um, for, oh. for the podcast. Um, I believe they took out sacrifice and replaced it with destroy. That is absolutely correct. A lateral shift to a steal. How does that wow. feel, Ed? Oh, man. Actually, really, really quite good because I had no confidence in myself being right there at all. <laughs> well, you put confidence in your voice, which is the entire trick to being a podcast host. So, <laughs> uh, so true. All right, Blake. Yes. Opportunity to get back to four amber, almost to a key. Can you so tell me? What's the score right now? Three for help from future self. And now with that steal, call discovery at four. That's Woo! right. Wow. Guessing. Blake, which two well-known content creators have won a grand championship? A grand championship. A grand championship. I know one. Define content creator. <laughs> a person who is known for creating either videos, cards, streams, anything else that uh, is a content for Keyforge community to be consumed. Okay. <laughs> Podcasts. Ah, uh, well, I was going to use the steel, but, but the, uh, oh, wait, I am going to steal. I call steel. I call steel. All uh, right. Colby from Bouncing Death Quark and Aurora from Time Shapers. You got it. Kodamarin oh. from Bouncing Death Quark and Lady Aurora stealing that amber right on back. Ooh, the pain is real. The pain is real. Nice one. Oh, I, I almost forgot about Lady Aurora and then it just hit me because I was like, who's the person outside of North America? And then, oh, I feel like Aurora would have like had my head if I got that one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's head back on over. Ed, can you tell me, Unfathomable does not appear in the Genesis campaign setting Secrets of the Crucible. But can you name either of the two other main organizations that may show up as houses in a future Keyforge set? Yes, I can, I believe. Um, and I, in fact, one of them I've completely forgotten the title of, but they are, um, it's going to come to me in a moment, they, they have gems and they follow them along on a spiritual journey. It's really quite nice. I, I quite like the theme of, of that house. It's very wholesome. Um, they're, they're a bunch of Keyforge yogis, basically. Um, and then there is the swashbuckling Pirates of the Sky, the Skyborn, who uh, I hope that we are going to see in an upcoming set very, Amen. very soon. The Skyborn is correct. The other is the Inspired. Wow. It is an I'm Inspired choice. Currently standing at four all, 
let's just take a quick moment here. How are you feeling right now? Help from future self. Ooh, nerves I know, on right? edge. I can, I can do better, guys. You got this, Sydney. <laughs> All right, Sydney. We've mentioned a few of them on this very podcast. There were 10 anomalies printed in Worlds Collide. Can you name three of them? All right. I am pretty sure that the Grim Reaper was one. Um, the, um, is that one? Uh, the Orb of Wonder. And then, oh, what's the one that attaches itself to another one? Um, I know this one. Oh my you, goodness, Sydney, please. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Oh, is it uh, mem- Memolith? Mem- Memolith? Yes, Memolith ah! works. Or a so lateral like- shift. Emily <laughs> 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 Singer, oh my goodness, Sydney, come on. <laughs> Let me list them all for you right now. The 10 anom- anomalies were Ghost Form, Infomancer, Lateral Shift, Memolith, Nizak, The Forgotten, Orb of Wonder, The Grim Reaper, The Red Baron, Time Quake, and Valukanth. Yeah, and... Uh- I think a, a avid listener to both our podcasts, Scrowner, has 79 anomalies as it shows on my team DOK for uh, United That's Archons. Right. That's Prime, right. That's wild. That's Yeah, crazy. he wanted to collect one from every, uh, basically the whole house set. That's so cool. This pause is Alex picking a really hard question for Zach to answer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I did once correctly guesstimate exactly what month and year the Fellowship of the Ring began filming, uh, much to the chagrin of uh, my my opponents in, in Trivial Pursuit, and it was October 1998. All right, gang. Zach? Hmm. What month and year was the two millionth Keyforge deck registered? Oh, I feel like Zach knows this. Oh, it's going to be an educated guess. Uh, we hit one million uh, during AOA, I believe. Two million, I believe, was during the COVID-19 pandemic. And I think it was early in the COVID-19 pandemic. Let's say that uh, mass mutation got us there. Mass Mutation released in July, if I'm remembering correctly, of 2020. Oh, goodness. Um, So let's... Goodness gracious. Okay, this is is an educated guess at best. Uh, Let's go with August of the year 2020. That is correct. Wow. What? Bragging about yes! his to drop. things. Wow. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh that was my impressive. gosh. That was beautiful. Thank you to Arcana Arcana for updating that on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> we are currently sitting at five all. Ooh. Blake, you have the opportunity to get your sixth amber, potentially win the game. You ready? Let's do it. All right. 
There's only been one U.S. Grand Championship up till this point. You tell me either the variant that was played there or the city in which it was held. The Zach city. is right now laughing so hard. Oh I feel this is kind of an unfair question, to be very honest. <laughs> you cannot ask this question to myself or Zach, because that's where Zach and I met, and we both participated in it. So okay, I then let's, let's pretend that I did not ask you that question. I didn't realize that was the grand championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nova Prime in Virginia. Yeah. Right, right. And I mean, either like, uh, yeah, technically Arlington, although I think it's like listed as DC in some places. It was in Arlington and it was a sealed triad. Yeah, that was too easy. That was that was a great memory, though, Zach, wasn't it? Oh, that was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I remember remember making the, the event itself, the people I played. And the people I met, amazing. But <laughs> I thought you were about to say the people were bad. <laughs> we we were we had late night post game uh, food and a beer, and I and I decided <laughs> while I was in DC that I should have order a poutine for some reason, which was a oh huge mistake. <laughs> No. Was, do you remember that it was it was fries with, I with like beef What's brisket, green onion, and and nacho cheese sauce poured on top? Oh dear oh, God! The, the worst. Yeah. And, and afterwards, That's I remember a war lamenting. Crime. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> and I think I said that to Zach. I was like, "Why did I order poutine in the U.S.?" Yeah, especially at a hotel. Like, <laughs> like it was a weird choice. Uh. So, Ed. Poutine is a Canadian delicacy, which is cheese curds <laughs> with fries and gravy poured on top. Oh my. Interesting. All right, Blake, with the opportunity to get your sixth amber and potentially win the game next turn. The following are uncommon cards that will let you forge a key outside the forge a key step. Can you tell me which of these cards has appeared more than once in a deck? You've got Chota Hazri, Obsidian Forge, Data Forge, and Night Forge. Which of those four has appeared more than once in a deck? Okay, uh, I know it's not Chota. I, I don't think it's Obsidian Forge, but I could be wrong. Uh, and then you said, what were the last two? Data Forge. Data Forge and Night Forge. I feel like it's going to come down to those two. And for some reason, I want to lean. My gut is saying it's going to be Night Forge. So I'm going to stick with that. Night Forge is correct. Ooh. Six Amber for team help from future self. Woohoo. Let's head on over to Call of Discovery. Ed, are you ready? Ed? You're muted. I will forever be ready. On mute. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what lifelines uh, does Ed have at his disposal? Miasma and what else? That's it, right? Remind the audience what Miasma does. If you get the question right... We do not forge at the beginning of our turn. I'm going to miasma. (laughs) Very confidently. (laughs) Ed, with the potential to miasma the other team and prevent their victory. 
let me ask you this question. There are two cards in Keyforge with the ally trait. Can you name one of them? The ally trait. Oh, great question. That is an amazing question. And uh, no, I can't off the top of my head. I'm so sorry, Ed. Sniffer and Auto Legionary are the two cards with the ally trait, which means that Help from Future Self starts off their turn with six amber, forges a key, and is the victor of this round of the key quiz. (laughs) I guess we're going to have to wait until next year to find out who is the true champion. (laughs) Well, congratulations, team. Congratulations. That was a toughie. That was a new These were good questions. Yeah, yeah. Definitely stretched my brain out. Cannot end an episode of Help from Future Self without the titular segment. This one's called Help Help from Future Future Self. Zach, I understand you have one for us this week. I do, Alex. I do. Uh, And my help from future self is to whether you are a content creator of any kind or uh, you are a fan uh, spend time uh, lifting people in Keyforge up. Is it someone in your locals who has been playing with a really cool deck? Uh, you know, tweet about them. Tweet, uh, tell them they're doing great. Is it a content creator who you've been enjoying their stuff? Make sure to like like their stuff, leave comments, send them an email about what you like. Um, and especially if you're content creators, a rising tide uh, raises all boats, uh, Dark Tidings Ooh. reference fully intended so uh yeah keep doing that for each other i know call of discovery and help from future self love to do that that's what this was born out of and so we we encourage everyone to just dive into uh lifting each other up speaking out for for everyone uh especially uh diverse content creators encourage encourage them uh when they're great content in any space you can tremendous tremendous help from future self thank you so much zach sydney do you want to do another winner for our ongoing KeyForge giveaway I sure do. And thank you, Zach. I'm actually going to keep with that theme because our our listener base, really the whole Keyforge community is really full of incredible people. So our week four winner of our giveaway is Jeff Morton, who works at Eagle Ranch, a boys and girls home where the children come from broken homes. And, and what they do is to provide a stable environment for the kids to to be a kid again. And Jeff emailed us asking if he could have a one of our Keyforge kits so that the kids at their boys and girls home could have the game of Keyforge. And we are we are honored to help you share the joy of Keyforge with them. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, that's great. Absolutely tremendous. All right. My name is Scuzzy Gruen. You can find me under that moniker over on Twitter, on Instagram, and on The Crucible. Zach, where can they find you? What do you got going on? I am Zach underscore Legweek on Twitter, and mostly I run my mouth across from Ed Pocock on Call of Discovery. Ed, where can they find you? What do you got going on? I'm a man of mystery, so you can find me wherever you find Call of Discovery. Sydney? I am SC Steel on TCO and Discord. And Blake, what do you got going on? You can catch me now uh, Thursday nights uh, streaming on YouTube, my new platform of choice for streaming, uh, trying something different. And I'm really enjoying connecting with people whose names I know from their comments on my YouTube content. So uh, look me up on YouTube. Uh, it's on my Twitter, which is uh, Boulevard Blake. 
just to finish things off. Zach, Ed, are you ready to do this again sometime soon? Yes, definitely. I was born ready. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Until then, stay fortunate.